Hey chicas, welcome back to another episode of Superate Princesa. This is your host, Maria Elisa Ramos de Peña. Thank you guys for coming back for a new episode. I'm so excited to have you guys. I really hope you liked the first two episodes. The first one was all about um, the show, myself, my culture, and my family. And then the second episode was just uh, about personality types. Because in this process that we're doing in the show of becoming better versions of ourselves, we need to know ourselves better. So I chose to talk about personality types because it's one of the ways that you can get to know yourself very well. So um, for those who are new here, thank you so much for joining. This is a work-life podcast for Latinas, but it's information that's helpful for everyone. So all we focus on are things that we can change within ourselves Because once you do that work within yourself and become a better version of yourself, break generational curses, you know, change the way that you approach the world, become aware of the type of vibe that you're giving the world, become aware of your issues and trauma and work on healing, you'll see things change around you with your family members and at work. So that's kind of what we do here. And if it's something that interests you, definitely leave a review uh, for this episode if you like it and follow us on Instagram so I can feel your support, okay? Thank you to everyone who has liked stuff so far. Muchas gracias. Un beso bien grande. So for this episode, we're going to focus on being alone because being alone is kind of how you take on this journey. It's very hard to be alone. I hate being alone. Lo detesto. Like it's no me viene fácil. It doesn't come easy to me, but like I do it all the time. <laughs> so uh, if you're kind of like me, you're someone who um, grew up a little kind of only child type vibe um, and didn't really have many friends nearby, didn't get to go out very much, and was just, I've been alone most of my life. Like, alone is my thing, and I love it. I love it, and I, it's like a love-hate relationship. But it's supposed to be a time where you can grow so much, and being alone is when you get to know yourself best. No one's in the way, no one's putting their opinions. Eres tú y solo tú. So, I want to help you in this episode understand the different levels of loneliness and the different types that there are. Then we're going to talk about ways to benefit from this time and enjoy it. And then understanding the power that there is and the power that you can build while you're alone. And just how important it is to uh, see this as a time of growth and a beautiful time and not just something that you're not looking forward to and something to avoid, you know? So understanding it, uh, understanding how to use it, and understanding why you should use it is kind of how I'm going to tackle this episode. So if you're interested in this kind of stuff, bon paya. So before we dive into understanding the different types of loneliness, I want to understand loneliness in itself. And I kind of want to knock down that negative concept that they have about being lonely. Um, and just being alone, just that time of being alone, specifically because when COVID hit, a lot of us had to be alone, you know, we didn't have an option or anything, and it was uh, pessimo, but um, 
it was a time that a lot of people didn't use or benefit from, and a lot of people, a lot of other people did. A lot of other people like mastered a lot of things during this time, and others were just feeling so cooped up and so trapped. And that was one of I'm one of those people. I just cannot be trapped in. I need to socialize. I'm an extrovert who likes to help others. You know, why would you separate me from them? But then I started thinking, why can't I be alone? It shouldn't be healthy that I'm always looking for comfort everywhere else. You know, it should be within me. You know, I really think that a lot of us don't understand just how detrimental it is for you to not be comfortable with yourself and how it can get in the way of so many of our goals. So think about it like this. You are one person who goes to different groups. You have different friend groups or, you know, different environments, your job at home. So when you go to these different groups, you're just a different person. For each one of them, you change a little bit of yourself without even noticing it sometimes. But when you do this, you're not of a strong unit. You're not a strong one person. You are a, a, you know, you are a few different people. So what I want to do with this episode regarding being alone and understanding how important it is and and looking at the positive light in it is seeing how this is a time that you can become singular, you can become one, you can get to know yourself so well, can not get like nobody can tell you any different. So when someone comes up and tells you, I think you're this, this and that, it's it's really it comes off as a joke. Because when you sit down and get to know yourself really, really well, nothing can knock you down. You took the time. It's like you have to do the work for yourself as you would do for your friends. You take the time to get to know them, go out, you know, talk, text, just you put the effort in. You have to do that for yourself, mama. You have to really know yourself and sit down and get to know the things that make you mad, that make you happy, that motivate you, that that kill your buzz. You know, you have to get to know yourself for you to start changing things because then what are you, how are you going to know what to change? You know, what parts of you are, are holding you back? If you don't sit down and with yourself and face yourself, you're never going to know. So that's why I think it's really important to talk about this. Um, and another thing, I don't know if this is something that you guys have heard before, but it's a saying and it goes, mejor sola que mal acompañada. That's better alone than in bad company. So this is why I want to focus on being alone and taking down that negative concept of being alone because tú puedes estar mal acompañada contigo misma. You can be badly accompanied with yourself. If you are not that positive vessel and you don't use your time wisely and, and love yourself and, and have kindness for yourself, if that time alone is not fruitful, if you don't make that environment fruitful, then you are bad company as well. So work on yourself by sitting alone with yourself, living mentally, and like just be socially alone for a bit. And if you can't, that's fine. But just embrace those times that you are alone and use it to your advantage. Okay, chicas, so let's jump into the first phase, which is 
the levels or different types of loneliness. And this is uh, on Psychology Today, according to Dr. Suzanne Beggs-White. And she explains that there are three types of loneliness. And the first one is existential loneliness. This kind of has to do with you versus the world, kind of. So uh, sometimes I feel this on social media because I'm thinking of how many people are posting like at the same time I am and like how many people get like like 42,000 likes, you know, and then I like, I don't know. It makes me feel really small in this world and I'm not asking people to like approach my content and like it and follow me and all this. No, it's just I feel so small when I do it that it can feel really lonely on social media because I'm like trying really hard doing my best yet it's just one video out of like billions and gazillions that there are online already and there's going to be more today you know so that's existential loneliness it's just your existence makes you feel so separated from everything else it's like you versus you know billions of other people and it can get really lonely so then we have emotional loneliness and that is kind of regarding your feelings and other people as well. So this can happen when you try and reach out to a friend and they're not available. And and then apparently no one's available. You have no one to go to. You uh, see people in relationships. Everyone has their relationship and I have no one to um, pour my feelings out to. You know, it's it's when you and your feelings feel like are the only ones there. So emotionally, you feel alone. You feel like you have no one to reach out to. Uh, and this can be with anyone. You can feel lonely with like a parent and your parent isn't reaching out. That's a, that's a lonely feeling. So emotional loneliness is regarding your feelings and having someone there available to listen out to you and be there for you. Then we have social loneliness. Social loneliness is as, you know, social. So it kind of is regarding uh, your space. So if you go and join a new club and everyone kind of knows each other and you're there, you're like, uh, okay, yo no conozco a nadie, I don't know anybody. And it's like that every day for me at this new school. And I just have no friends yet. Like that's social loneliness. You could even have that with a romantic partner, but, you know, they have their friends and everything and you have no one to go out with on Friday nights or your friends are not really wanting to or showing that they want to. Um, you know, so social loneliness really has a lot to do with your, uh, your circles and how wide or narrow they are and how do you feel about that. So those are the three types of loneliness that she describes Keep in mind that when you take any of these too far, like it's been really, really long, it can become chronic loneliness. And that's where things start to get dangerous because chronic loneliness can really lead to health problems and and, and cardiovascular disease and heart disease and, and strokes and uh, depression and anxiety. And it can really, it's linked to morbidity and mortality like altogether. And especially for elders, we already know that a lot of our elders are in 
in um, you know special homes, and it, it can get so lonely. So if you have a grandparent, reach out. If you have anyone who's older, go see them. I know it's hard. Keep in mind, like I, I know it's hard. I'm someone who, as I said, I like to be alone. I like my I like my space. But it can get really hard sometimes because I just want to talk to someone. And there's someone lonely out there as well, I'm sure. So go reach out to them. So uh, anyways, chronic loneliness can be very dangerous. And it can really just be a risk in your in your whole, like, you know, health. So be mindful of that. If you feel like it's been a really, really long time and you're still feeling really lonely, reach out to someone and find help. Because when it gets to chronic loneliness, you know, it's your health on the line. And we're here to love ourselves and take care of ourselves and others. So if this has gotten to the point where it's been so long, it's harming you, it's harming others, and it's just, it needs to go and you have had enough, then take that step, okay? Take that leap. This is your sign. So now we're going to move on to phase B, where we're going to uh, explain some ways to make most out of your alone time and um, things that you can do. So we're going to tackle this by every by the specific types of loneliness. She was able to go dive deeper into that on in her article. So what she says for existential loneliness, if you feel existential loneliness, it is very good to recognize that fear and use it as a motivator to live more. So when you are feeling like one speck of dust in this whole desert, understand that you as a speck of dust can be such a big impact and you are a part of this world and what you do every day impacts everyone else. So immerse yourself in the present and really understand your place in the world. You might think it's very small, but if you, if you weren't there, it would, it would still leave a big gap. So these fears that you have of death, of, of living a meaningless life, of losing your freedom and feeling isolation, all these fears of your existence, you need to face them and you need to find a way to kind of punch back. So how can you live a little? Find ways to live a little, okay? That's for existential loneliness. So if you have emotional loneliness, it's kind of the same thing. Face it, you got to really understand that you are emotionally, or yeah, emotionally lonely. And when you're lonely, you need to reach out. When there's no one there for you, you need to go find someone. They're not just going to pop up, you know, at your door and be like, hey, can I always emotionally be here for you? And like, just no, like it doesn't work that way. You need to do the work. That's that's something I'm going to be saying in this podcast so much. Tienes que hacerlo. You have to do it because no one's going to do it for you. So when you're feeling emotionally lonely, try and reach out to someone, even if it's a stranger, um, you know, say to someone, how, how was your weekend at work? Make a friend, um, ask someone, you know, how did that concert go? Uh, you know, just try and try and take a step. Don't be scared. And if you are, just understand that it's because it's new 
And new things can be very exciting. And they can, in many ways, shape you and save you. So take the leap of faith and um, reach out to a friend, okay? Or get some help. Find someone who's also willing to listen to you but help you in the process. For social loneliness, she talks about kind of uh, diving into it. And when you feel like you are lonely in this society, you don't really have a group, jump into it, girl. Go find yourself a group. Go to the park. Go meet people. You know, go to a bar. Go, you know, you have to go in and kind of jump into that, jump into new activities, new groups. Um, something that helps me for social loneliness because I just graduated. I feel quite separated from a lot of the activities that uh, college students have going on now. Um, I'll sometimes visit my coworkers and, and feel like I'm still part of something, you know, they'll be like, Hey Mary, Hey Mary, you know, everyone's saying hi. And, and it just makes me feel less lonely. Like this is a group I used to be a part of and they are still welcoming. So I feel like I have people that I can go to. So that's one way. Another way that you can, um, combat social loneliness uh, can even be, uh, joining a new club. That's that can be scary for a lot of people, but the, it's just the first day. Once once the first day passes, you already know what you're you know getting into. So try something new. Another thing that helps me to be less alone is um, it sounds weird and don't make fun of me, but I would take the bus. I like taking buses and like public transportation and stuff. So there's an apartment shuttle that I sometimes just take for why not? You know, I want to go out. I want to see it's a free ride. <laughs> so why why don't I just like clear my head and feel more in tune and a part of the world being so cooped up in my room? Why don't I take the bus and <laughs> see something? <laughs> you know, that's something that can help you feel less lonely also going to the gym can help you feel less lonely for some it can help you feel even more lonely i'm the one who like struggles like i feel more excluded but uh i feel like i'm a part of the the group of people that go out to the gym you know i feel like i'm a part of something even though i'm still cracking it you know and still getting into it and feeling comfortable in my space i feel like i'm a part of something so that helps me uh, another thing that can help you feel less lonely is find a way to bring people together. You know, when I feel lonely, especially at home, like I'll try and just get people to the beach. Why don't we all just, can we just all plan to go to the beach? You know, it, it it's just something to do. And it's something that, it's a place that relaxes me a lot. So when you're going through these struggles of finding a way to make loneliness work for you you really it's a lot of trial and error so try all these new things make a list of things that you would do um you know if you had all the energy in the world all the time all the money and and just try and see how you can tackle that see where it can fit what can you save up you know just work for your loneliness and and work towards making that time one where you get to know yourself a lot and one where you get to love yourself a lot because then when you master 
loving yourself and you really understand how important it is for you to know who you are and continue working to know her even better, then no one can push you down. And that's where I want to dive into the power of loneliness and being alone. No one, no one in this world will get to know yourself better than you do. No one should. It should be you. You should know better. You should know the most. But you're not taking the time to sit down and be with yourself. And you're not taking the time to be kind to yourself when things get hard. No, you're like, what the heck? Why did you do that? Can you do better? No, honey. You are being so hard on yourself that when you sit down with yourself, you are excruciating. You are annoying and you are demanding. Like, that's me sometimes. I'll sit down with myself after having a week of, like, just disappointing myself and turning things in late and and just doing things last minute, forgetting to do things. You know, like, all of it falls upon me when I'm sitting alone and then I just hate myself. I'm like, this is some BS. Like, who are you? Why would you do that? You know, but you're sitting alone with yourself and you really want to give yourself, like, like, you know, um, pao pao, do you want to really talk to me like that now? It's just you and I. I have no one else to depend on but what you say about me. So be kind. Okay, when you're with yourself, be really nice. Be understanding. Be the parent that you didn't have. Be that person for yourself. Because then you are going to be scared to be alone. You are going to be scared to sit down and and hear yourself out and hear others out. You're not going to be there for yourself or others if you don't do the hard work of making that a pleasant time. So for all you baddies out there that are just trying to become queens and overcome, superar, all these challenges that we put on ourselves, Find time to be alone. Find time to love yourself and and find ways to do that. And don't get discouraged when it pales because it's going to. Just get excited that you have crossed that. You have passed that challenge and now you know. You do not like going out to eat alone. You know, like get to know yourself because you are all you have. You are all you came with and you are all you need to love. So it's just, it's just you here, girl. So get to know yourself, love yourself and know that I love you. And I really hope that this journey is going well for you. And if you're still interested, then I'll see you in the next episode for us to keep taking this journey together. I really appreciate you being here and nos vemos para la próxima, okay? I love you, ladies. Bye.